church family and to the community at large. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, let's rise Amen. and give a round of applause to our very own, the Honorable Reverend Pastor Dr. Lenroy Cedric Sylvester Bob Pascal. <laughs> Just as a side note, his grandfather was from Dominica. Only a fellow Dominican can do that. Could we kindly just bow our head, please? We pause, eternal Father, and say thank you. Thank you for this moment. This moment, the God, that we can acknowledge that you are God that you are Lord, that you are Savior, that you are healer, that you are deliverer, that you are sanctifier, that you are the sustainer of grace, that you, the God, are, are almighty, the everlasting God, the way, the truth, and the life. We bow before you, not as a force or a spirit, but we bow before you because you are God. And God all by yourself. You are a loving God. You're a great leader. You have led us into the path of righteousness for your namesake. You have given us wisdom and discernment. And you've given us insight and foresight. Whoever wants a better leader than you, who are very gracious and tolerance and that your mercy endures forever we bow before such a great God and say thank you but today God we need to hear from you we need a word from you we have a world to face we have your divine purpose to fulfill we cannot do it without hearing from you and being instructed by you. Speak the God to us. So let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart not be mine but yours. Oh my God and my Redeemer, I ask. Amen. 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 I, I hope I will have the opportunity to introduce engineer extraordinaire um, let me say nothing more it's good to be in the house of God and I hope by now you you have looked to your neighbor to the right and to the left and you say hi good morning if not this is the best time to do it amen It stated that, that if, if you want to know a good church, after church, those people chill out and, and talk long, and somebody have to ask them, please go home. <laughs> if you want to know a church that have issues, they say, watch how fast people run to the car. <laughs> it's, it's a fact. 
in church growth, they said that that's one of the, the things that you look for in, in looking for a good church. And so I, I hope that, I hope some of you are going to chill out after. And make me look good, please. I want to talk about making of a leader today. Because the text before us bring that out very clearly. I want to, to highlight the verses, please. <clears throat> Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon and Peter, and John, his brother. Simon, Peter, Simon, called Peter, and John, his brother, casting the net in the sea. For they were fishermen. Now, who saw them? Who saw them? Jesus. I want you to know that, please. And then it said, and then he said to them, follow me. The making of a leader. The making of a leader. And I would make you fishers of men. And they immediately left their net and they followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. What they were doing? They were mending nets. Now, they were not fishermen. It's different between a fisherman and guys who mend nets. And... And, and, and so Jesus said to them, follow me. Immediately, they left their boat and their father and follow. Now, the father was the fisherman, it seems. But they were net menders. One, one of the great things that <clears throat> we need to always do is to learn to identify people of influence in our life. They are your leader. Let me say that again. People who have great influence in your life, they are your leader. There are some people you keep as far as the east is from the west farm. I'm not saying I do that, but some of us, we do that. But many of us on many occasions have not had the opportunity to define, define who is a leader. And there's a simple question that we all must ask ourselves. What is a leader? To me, there are some great inspirational leaders. When I think about Mahatma Gandhi, <clears throat> he is an inspirational leader. He firmly and demonstrated this quality. I am not going to ask others to do Anything for me that I am not willing to do for myself and others. Wow. Great leader. And so, when you think about another great leader, you think about Martin Luther King Jr. He was willing to sacrifice everything so that black people would have the right not only just black, but also women would have the right to vote. And he did everything that was necessary. I, I think of, of Luther in, in a leadership position when he was challenged. 
after one of his advisors' home, his barn was, was burned down. Luther came on the scene in, 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 in sympathy with him. And, and the guy walked to, to Luther and he said, I want to kill all the white people who burned my barn down. And when he finished with his rage, expressed himself, Luther pulled him aside and said, may I speak to you? If you ever want to be a part of my movement, you don't talk that way. And you don't act that way. You may have your emotional movement, you may have your emotional moment. But your bond is not greater than the cause. Your home is not greater than the cause. See beyond your barn and see beyond your home. Great leaders always see the big picture. People who are not great leaders only see as far as their toe. Because it's all about them. I think about Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Being the greatest of all leaders. When you think about Jesus, think about this for a few moments, please. As a leader, Jesus had heart. He loved people. Regardless of who you are. And let me, let me go this place one time because I'm, I'm a pastor of, of what we call a black congregation. I'm just a pastor. Be, believe you me. God is not black, no white, no any color. So this concept uh, among black theologians and, and many black pastors, we want a black Jesus. You wouldn't get it. God is God. There is no color with God. No wonder the, the scripture said, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in what? Spirit and nature. And when you think about Jesus, he had this love for, for this love that drove him to the cross. Greater love have no man than this and the man laid down his life for his friends. He had hearts, but he also had head. Understand people, understand their circumstances, understood the, the, their environment. Very good, and a very good attribute that a leader must understand. The culture of people, the culture from which people come from, the way people make decisions, and you have to help them in the midst of all of those culture, guide them to make good decisions. And, and sometimes you have to deal with difficult, difficult personality, but still see them as good people. Believe you me, it's not easy. The making of a leader. Somebody say the making of a leader. Of a leader. Touch your neighbor and say, don't sleep on the pastor. <laughs> I, I said two persons, not just now. And I was going to call them my name, but then they, they may not come up to church. So. <laughs> Jesus was humble. He humbled himself even to the cross. According to the book of Philippians chapter 2. He was humble. 
One of the great qualities of, of a leader is not he's not arrogant, he is humble. Humility. Necessary. Great leaders have habits. They develop habits. They, you could put your head on the block and you would say, no, no, he wouldn't do that. That's not his habit. That's not his DNA. Because out of habit born behavior. Amen. Am, I, am I speaking to somebody? Amen, somebody. So I can tell you your, your habit based on your behavior. Great leaders. Great leaders. And then... Uh, Jesus, uh, you notice I'm going all age. His core value was holiness. Amen. Righteousness. You can trust his character. One of the great things about a leader, you must be able to trust him because he has integrity. Yes. He has a credential that follow him. He may not achieve all that he wants, but believe you me, you can trust him because he has character. His word means everything and, and not everything. Every, everything he means line up with his word. Great leaders. Uh, I, I just showing this today. Great leaders are healthy. <laughs> they do eat any and everything. I just, I thought I should put that in, Sister Thelma. You know, I was speaking to me and then I thought about you. And then great leaders are helpers. Always helping people to see the big picture. Always helping people to move the vision around. Always delivering something. So let, let me just say that to you, please. It's very important that I say these things because I want to show you five principles that come out of the, this story. But before I do this, let me also say some important things about leaders. A leader is someone who inspires passion, motivation in their followers. And I hope I do that. I'm a very passionate but My wife tells me I have too much passion because my passion gave me too much energy. Believe you me, while you're sleeping, I'm thinking, I'm just... Yeah, sometimes I run downstairs, I get an idea. I have not to write it down, but I need to research it. I have a passion. I have a passion that one of these days, this congregation will be the very best congregation that we could be. I have a passion. I have a passion that one of these days, we can have not only the whole block, but the next block too. I may not be around but we can put the structure in place for today so that the next generation will take it to the next level. I have a passion. I have a passion that people would walk into this church and as they worship, that people would leave this place saying, I am healed, I am delivered because the act of worship has changed who they are. I have a what? Come on, somebody say to me, I have a what? Do you have that same passion? A leader is one or someone who has a vision and a path to realize it. And so you just don't have a vision. A lot of people have vision and the vision ends up being a dream. 
because they do not have a path to realize it. You must have a path to realize it. We call it planning and execution. A leader, a, a leader is someone who ensures that the teams has support and, 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 and the tools to achieve the goals. And, and if you come on Tuesday, I'm going to give you some more insight into that. If you don't come, you're going to miss it. Don't miss it. For this reason, I want to leave with you five important things that you must know. One, about Jesus and what Jesus did. Choosing and developing leaders. Because not everybody in a position is a leader. And not everybody who is called to be a leader developed themselves. Oh my God, did you hear me? I went to school. I know I was called by God to be a pastor. And so were so many others. But many of those who were called never developed themselves. They just thought that this was a preaching thing and they went out there and they just preached. Pastoring demands a lot of leadership. It's not your theological insight. But do you love people? Could you care for people? Could you lead people? Are you developing yourself? Because if you cannot develop yourself, you cannot develop others. So principle number one that you would see is this. He found them in the course of his everyday work. Jesus was about to do his work and he realized that he needed leaders and people. Because he realized that he must go back to the Father. Oh, He must leave them. Here's the passage of scripture, it's verses 18. And Jesus walking by the sea of Godly saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea. Because they were fishes of men. Note something in, in the passage. He did not call the Pharisees, he did not call the intellect because being intellect and being a Pharisee is no qualification for being a leader. And oftentimes we make that kind of big mistake. We want people who are intellect, we want people who are this thing. In fact, there are churches now, if you don't have a doctorate, you cannot be a pastor. So the, the, the whole church has gone to that place where it's a tycho business. So a lot of pastors now who, 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 who don't even want to go back to school, they're buying the doctorate. I, I, I got an email. We, we can give you a doctorate if you could only pay $1,500. And our school is accredited to this and accredited to that and accredited to that and accredited to the next. 
It's not about your title. It is about the Lord Jesus Christ. When you are a leader, you have to be careful because title can take you so far. Your position can take you so far if you don't move it to the permission. If you don't move it to, to that place where of production, if you don't move it to the place of development, you would always remain another person who has a title. Jesus called these men. They were fishermen. But look what they did to the world. They turned their world upside down. Read it in the book of Acts. They turned their world upside down because they started off with a small influence, but it grew because of the anointing and the power of God upon their lives. Look at the next point. Next point. He handpicked them. In some cases, you have to handpick people. Because not all people who are elected are leaders. Oh my God. Because you could elect some people. And some people can get through because of their popularity. That doesn't mean to say they have influence. Because if I have a business, there are some people in Hollywood, they are popular but they cannot lead my business. They don't have character. Sidney Porter said, I would never do a movie that my grandmother and grandkids cannot watch. Character. In other words, I'm not going to take any path that when I go home, I feel shame to watch my grandmother. I'm not going to take a path that when my grandkids growing up and, and they say, but no. Character. Do you have character? So that someone can handpick you or God could handpick you? Character. Character is necessary. Jesus handpicked them. He could have gone to the scribe. He could have gone to the Pharisees. He could have gone to anybody else, the doctors in the place. He could have gone to Luke. He did not. We read Luke the book and, and you notice that Luke was not a disciple. He was just fascinated with Jesus. And God appointed him to show Luke that the things that God is doing is greater than science. Verse 19. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Handpick them. Because they understood what fishing is all about. Now the same principle that you use to fish. Fish. Now you have to fish men. It's a principle that matters. The third is this please. He called them to become leaders. Everybody say that with me please. He called them to become leaders. Whenever God call you, there is a place of leadership in it. Lead. Leaders don't follow, they lead. They lead with hearts. 
They lead not only with heart, they lead with head. There are times you have to sit down and analyze and make assessment and do evaluation. They lead. They lead with a habit because you have to turn your defeat into victory. And you have to make victory a consistent thing. When people see that you are consistently victorious, they would follow you. Have to lead. Verse 19. And he said to them, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Jesus called them not only to follow him, but to influence others. I will make you fishers of men. I will make you influence other men. Didn't they do that? Huh? Peter in jail? Huh? The church started to pray. Why the church was praying? Because he had some sort of influence over him. Here is our evangelist. Here is our missionary. Here is our pastor in jail. Appointed by God. When Paul had his troubles, Paul had to go to James and, and, and Peter. Necessary that we understand this place of the leader, a man of influence, a man of vision, a man of purpose. Point number four, please. He used language they understood. Everybody say, Yeah. When you're a leader, you need to use the language that people would understand. One of the things that I observed about missionaries, every time a mission, new missionary comes to, to the Caribbean and as a student, I would note something. They knew more about the Caribbean than I did. <laughs> and so they started telling me about things about Trinidad that I did not know. And then they would sit with the Bajan students and talk about things about Barbados. And some of the Bajan students are shocked. And then they, they would be talking to the Antiguans and, and, and the Jamaicans. And I said, this must never happen. I must also find out things that they don't know. That I could make them feel like <laughs> they're ignorant for a few moments. I start to read all of my Western Indian history and I start to familiarize myself with my environment, the country, the places that I have to pastor. So you can talk their language. That's what leaders do. Somebody say yes. When you are a leader, you have to do that. When you're given the responsibility to be in charge of a particular ministry, study it. Study the people under that ministry. Study the ism and the schism. You're a leader. I'm walking to this community they call Dow Village. And, 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 and the, the superintendent said to me, you would be there for only three months. I end up being there for six years. 
So the Sunday morning, he introduced me to the congregation, and I, I was very happy. But the Sunday evening, I went to a guy who is a pastor of the church in Azim, who lived in the community, and I said, I am given the responsibility to be here for three months. I want to know what is Hinduism? Who is a Hindu? Tell me about this community. Tell me about this people. And my friend, Samuel Gokul, he, he stood there with me and, and outside by his gate, and for an hour he explained things Hinduism, about Hindus and about the community. And he said, every Wednesday when you come, check me. Thirty-five years after I can go into Dao village and pass the Dao village. Because I made before, I made sure before I went in there, I crossed all my teeth, dot my eyes. My question is this, when you're given a responsibility, do you have a clear understanding of what you're supposed to do? Sometimes people cannot move things forward because they don't know where they are. Here's something, guys. If you don't know where you are, you're not too sure where you are going. If you are in south and you want to go to north, you cannot turn south to go to north. My, my God, I, nobody understood that. <laughs> Jesus had a clear understanding. And he passed that on to them by the language he uses. Oh, God. listen to this. Everyone starts to say, it is difficult for men to get saved. Firstly, we cannot save them. But when we have the faith, we can believe that all things are possible with God. What is hard for us to do, it is not hard for God to do it. Find men language. And you're going to get them to respond. Somebody say amen. amen. Find the language of a man and you will get him to respond. Wherever God placed you, you need to understand that Jesus, he went in Capernaum and he spoke their language. And he taught his disciples to speak their language. The principle is an eternal one. Amen. amen. And then finally, everybody say finally. finally. Don't say amen, but just say finally. He took them on a journey and demonstrated leadership. Oh. Leaders are always taking people on a journey. But you also have to demonstrate what? Leadership. I, I hate I hate Twitter. One reason why I hate it is because somebody will tell you, follow me. Follow them where? 
You, you get what I'm talking about? So it's, it's some strange people. And then on Facebook, they have this thing. I want to befriend you. And would you accept this and be a follower? And some of us, we just click yes because we want to be popular. But ever read the person's profile? Uh, this guy from India constantly tells me, follow him. He's a Christian. He is this and he is that. And I said, I, said, I would follow him. And then two months after, he started to tell me he's going to school to be a medical student and he has no money. And all he needs is only 1,500 U.S. to graduate. So I blocked him. And he gets around the block and present himself again. I block him again and he gets around that block. And I said, this is a scam. As leaders, as leaders, here's something. We have to be careful that people don't see us as scams. Because we ask people to follow, but you aren't doing anything. But just taking from people. Sucking them. You're not offering, you're not building them, you're not developing them. Jesus did not do that. Jesus asked his disciples, he said, I would take you on a journey. What was the journey? This journey that he took them, he invited them to be a part of his kingdom. He invited them to show them what it means to heal people. Read the text. He invited them and he showed them what it means to bring deliverance to people and to see the joy that comes from people's life when they are delivered. He invited them so that people can accept salvation and, 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 and their relationship with God can be restored. He invited them so he can change the philosophical concept that men had about women. They are only there to make children. Bam, that's it. But he made all men equal. He made women as equal with men. It's sad that some of those red states, the men can't see that. Let me don't say nothing more. But as a leader, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Who are you hearing from? What is your agenda? Because you are called to take people on a journey. If you don't know the journey, you would lead them astray. And if it's all about you, get out of the race. Because God is going to destroy you one of these days. As leaders, we are called to be developers. Because you would not live all the days of your life. 
You would not live until God comes. One of these days you would die or you have to step down. But the time that you have, that period that God has given you, that season in your life, make sure you prepare a next person to take over from you. So in the making of a leader, these things that I have spoken about is very important. That you must conclude the following plays. And I conclude with this. A leader empowers their team members to embrace their unique, their unique leadership qualities and act independently. And the leader feels satisfied to see that those that come after him is doing greater work than he even imagined that he can do. God bless you. I wasn't going to make an altar call today, but my, my, my associate and said to me, she believed people need to be here and make an altar call. Because we are leaders. God knows that. You're a leader as a father. You're a leader uh, as a mother. You're a leader even in your job. What kind of leader you are? Is God satisfied with your leadership skills? Have you led well? If not, sometimes we don't move forward until we say, God, I am sorry. For not being the kind of leader you want me to be. We had our eyes closed, please. And as we stand, could we stand, please? Father, right now in the name of Jesus, you have truly, dear God, ministered to us. We pray, God, right now, that you would speak into our heart and that we, dear God, would see the need to become better people for you. Your kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom, dear Lord, here on earth, deserve the very best leaders would you please say God minister to us convict us so that we would say yes God we want to be the best leader for you search me oh God and know my heart today try me oh Savior know my thoughts I pray I don't know where you are but I know God is searching your heart. No one is saying that you're a bad leader because Satan would like you to think that way. But could we just say now, my God, I want to be a better leader for you. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better Sunday school teacher. I want to be a better pastor. I want to be a better, uh, a better whatever 
era of leadership. I want to be a better person. If so, why not just live right where you are? And why not come and just say, let's spend the time in prayer. I won't be a better mother. I won't be a, a, a better. I just want to be God. I haven't been. I haven't been. But God, I want to be a better. I just want to be a better person. I still believe that there are others who want to come. Why not come? Just come, just come. Just leave right where you are and just come. I want to be God. I just simply want to be a better person. With your head bowed and eyes closed, please. And you are talking to God and saying, Father, tell God. You know, God, God so love it. When, when we come together like in this, in this forum, God wants to hear from you. I can tell you what to say, but God wants to hear your heart. Why not talk to him and tell God the areas in your life you want to be a better person so that you could be a better leader. Every head bowed, eyes closed, please. Talk to God. Father, right now, we bow before you and we ask of you, would you please help us to be better people for you, better leaders. You have called us and you have placed us in a place where we influence others. Would you please, God, give us a heart like Jesus? Would you please, God, give us a head like Jesus? Not presuming, but, oh God, always learning. And in our learning, God, help us to make the appropriate adjustment without even condemning. Would you please, Father the Lord, give us a humble spirit. Humility, dear God, is what would 
what makes the difference between a leader of the world and a leader in the church. Would you please, Father the Lord, help us to realize that we are helpers. We help to develop people. We help people in their situation. We, we are not psychologists, but God, you, you have given us also a spirit of discernment. God, in the name of Jesus, we need it. So that we, the Lord, would know how to help and when to help. Would you please, God, in the name of Jesus, that God, give us character. Because that's the only credibility, the Lord, that will help us in the time when the enemy fiery darts are pointed at us. Our character will become a shield so that we will never lose our influence and our position. Teach us, God, the value of human beings so that we treat all men equal but, oh God, with human dignity. God, in the name of Jesus, we, we bow before you and we say, we are sorry. But we want to remove, we want to move the God beyond sorrow. We want the God to be people who understand the way of your kingdom. And we want to work in your kingdom. So that God, you will be able to declare your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you for blessing. And we thank you for your forgiveness. We leave this place with this assurance that God, that something good and something great and something fantastic happen because we will attempt great things for you. We expect great things from you. Teach us to be leaders who will do that. In Jesus' name. Amen.